Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Mockford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And welcome back to the Snob OS show, the show for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. We want to thank you back. This is episode 132. So we want to thank you for tuning in and listening this far. And without further ado, we're going to get right in to the show. Uh, our first segment is the lowdown where we talk all things Apple and it wasn't too much going on in Apple news, but I guess there was uh, the thing where Apple has decided to launch a uh, MagSafe battery pack that actually snaps on to the back of an iPhone 12, iPhone 12 mini and iPhone 12 pro slash pro max. And basically what it is, is you think of those tiny external batteries that you can connect via lightning or connect via micro USB into an iPhone or an Android to get a longer lasting battery and like a small, maybe wallet credit card sized. Uh, I think think of a deck of cards in a box. That's about the size of most of your external batteries. Well, Apple has launched a MagSafe battery pack that doesn't have any sort of cables, doesn't connect to your phone via the lightning port. It snaps on to the back of the MagSafe um, magnet in the back of your iPhone 12. This is not for iPhone 11, 10, any of those, because it has to have that MagSafe um, uh, magnet. But if it does, uh, Apple quietly announced this battery pack. I think it only does it come in different colors. I only seen it in the it's white. Just the white. Yeah, just the white color, and it is for uh, $99. Um, one of the things that I hope to see that we didn't see in the iPhone 12, that I'm hoping in the iPhone 13 or whatever they call it, that this MagSafe battery has, I don't know, alluded to, is to finally be able to use my phone to charge up my Apple Watch by laying it on the back mm. or specifically my AirPods case. Mm -hmm. If you have a wireless AirPods case, I'm hoping uh, this MagSafe battery pack uh, again alludes to additional functionality in the iPhone 13 that in addition to being able to snap this battery pack onto the back, being able to use the iPhone itself to actually charge up, uh, like I said, smaller Apple accessories like a watch or AirPods, wireless AirPods case. Yeah, and it looks like compared to the size, it's the, it's the same size regardless of, you know, which phone you use. Mm -hmm. And for the smaller phones, it pretty much takes up the full back minus, you know, the camera mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. And on the larger ones, you have a little bit more space. Um, you know, I can't really tell the dimensions of the thickness, but I don't know if the intent is to not use the phone while you have this on there. Or or what? Or well, I guess you could use it to talk. Uh, I don't see it being, but like I said, it looks like the size of a deck of cards. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out the thickness. It doesn't look too thick. And the other thing is, especially with the uh, pros, we don't have a whole lot of colors. So you could at least give us a little bit of variation. <laughs> right, right on the colors other than just the white. I get it. It's the Apple aesthetic, but you know, in the, in the max range, um, well in the pro range, you know, we only have the what three or four colors. So right. Right. It could have gave us an option for, you know, <laughs> mix to, because looking at some of the colors in the article, you know, it, 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 they have it snapped to like the, the purple phone and it just, it looks, Right. It stands out a lot. Yeah, it does. Well, maybe they were assuming that people were going to use a case. Uh, speaking of yeah. which, I'm reading this from Mac Rumors website. And according to them, uh, if you use like a leather case specifically, the MagSafe battery, that strong connection between the phone and the on the charger and the mm. battery pack is going to leave an imprint uh, on your leather case. Uh, so oh. for if you use it for long uh, um periods of time. So if you're yeah. just using it for 10 or 20 minutes, but if you like constantly got this thing on the back of your case, it will show an imprint. So just a couple Which other, yeah, yeah. Uh, just reading a couple other features. Um, the phone might, your phone might get warm, get slightly warm when it charges. So the software that's built into either your phone or the battery pack, 
it may limit charging above 80%. So once it gets to 80% to stop it from overheating, the either the battery pack or your phone will say, yeah, that's enough uh, charging. Um, let me see. A charge benefit feature helps maintain battery health while MagSafe battery packs connected to power for prolonged periods of time. And with the optimized battery charging turned on, users will see a notification on the lock screen, letting them know when the phone is fully charged. Tapping on the notification and choosing charge now will force a charge. So, uh, I, again, I don't know if the smarts are in the battery pack or if it actually is in the phone, but the fact that it does have optimized optimized battery charging, Apple has kind of said, OK, well, we want to make sure that we're not overcharging your devices. So that's pretty cool. Uh, finally, like I mentioned, it's the battery pack is ninety nine bucks and will be delivering to customers on July 19th. So I don't know. I really don't use again. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> So I'm not too far from a charger at all times. Uh, this probably could have came in handy when I was on the beach. But even then, I wasn't using my phone like that. So I never, you know, towards the end of the day, needed to worry about a battery pack. Because nowadays, Apple devices are pretty good on the battery. But for those people who are out and about all day long, think of students. You think of people who are going back to work. This may be something uh, definitely useful for them. Yeah, because the battery actually surprisingly you know, holds pretty well. Um, I know when, you know, I was out and about, um, I had like a external, you know, battery pack, you just plug in and I didn't really need to uh-huh. use it that often. Um, so, I mean, I guess it has its uses. I don't really, I don't, I don't think it's very useful for me. Yeah. The, I mean, eventually once events get back into full swing, I think, you know, people who go to those con comic con, mm-hmm whatever type of thing, you know, if you're out all day long, you know, that sort of thing. And eventually people yeah. get back to work. I can see people being on the go. Yeah. All right. So that is it for that. The next story, it looks like Apple is jumping into the buy now, pay later uh, game for users, whether or not you're actually buying an Apple product. So that was my, um, I couldn't understand why this was news. What was the difference? Right. right, right. You know, because for the longest, we've been able to do Apple installment plans before the Apple card. And right. with the Apple card came out, they announced that you could do uh, Apple installment plans. But the difference is with this new product that Apple is rolling out, they will put users on a monthly payment plan um, similar to Apple card monthly installments, which allow customers to pay off a purchase over 24 month period. The new service will let Apple Pay users pay off purchases by way of monthly financing. Users being able to choose between paying for purchases across four interest-free payments made every two weeks or across several months with interest. Uh, this story that I'm reading in Bloomberg. Additionally, like I mentioned, it doesn't have to be for Apple products. The other installment plans, you had to buy Macs, iPhones, whatever the case may be. With this imp- installment plan, doesn't necessarily have to be an Apple product at all. And it's uh, not tied to the Apple card like the Right, right. It's just the a, current services. Right. It's just a Apple installment plan. I think they again they are teaming up with Goldman Sachs because Apple is not a bank. So they have partnered with Goldman Sachs. These are the same people who issue the Apple card and they will be doing the uh, installment. So again, uh the benefit, another benefit for the I don't know I don't know if it's a benefit or not. Uh, the benefit of doing the Apple installment plan and the benefit of doing the Apple card payment plan is there's no interest. It's just mm-hmm. 24 months. Yeah. With this, if you either choose the four um, installment plans, which are interest free, but if you don't stretch it out farther than that, there's financing. You get a fee. Yeah, yeah, there's finance. So again, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, the everybody for everybody side of me says it gives more people options. The fiscally responsive one says, leave the credit card debt alone. (laughs) (laughs) But again, if there's something out there that you want or something out there that you think you need and you may not have the upfront pricing to do it, or you don't won't be able to cover it in those four installments, you know, then, you know, I ain't gonna watch your pockets if you want to take out and interest. holiday time is coming up. Right. So and, yeah, exactly. And holiday time is going I think they're probably up. rolling this out just in time for uh, Black Friday, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
Christmas time, that type of meal. Right. So. Yeah. So, yeah, you make a good point because the story doesn't mention when, but you can guess it'll be out <laughs> when people want to use the money, which is around Christmas time or holiday right. shopping in general. Right. All right. All right. So that is it for that story. Um, uh, I'll, you know, that new keep mentioning about the we're waiting on the 16 inch M1X or M2 MacBook Pro. I'll probably stick to my Apple card financing. So uh, mm-hmm. if if I did do something like that and decided wanted to stretch it out again, I'm not messing with that interest. So I'll stick right. with Put what, it on the Apple card. Right. You're going to do it that way if you need, if you want to. Right. That's right. the best way. Right. right. But, but I get, like I said, if they now you have the option, you know, yeah. if you want to go through Apple, you know. All right. So the last one is uh, iPhone users, Twitter for iOS. Now lets users change who can reply to your tweets even after you actually send out the tweet. So basically the way this works is uh, Twitter for iOS. When you're drafting a message, you can choose who can reply. Anybody, people you follow or completely turned off. Then you actually send the tweet. But now this new feature for Twitter, Twitter iOS, after you sent the tweet, you can actually go back and change who can reply to this conversation. So if you send some hot take, <laughs> fire off some hot take, and it doesn't get the response that you thought it was going to get. Which or it, it gets the response you didn't think and r- your mentions are dumpster fire. Right, right. Which <laughs> is not uncommon at all. At with, all. with Twitter, uh, you can actually, after the fact, posthumously go back in and change who can reply. Just people you know. Anybody on Twitter or again, like a man, you can uh, turn off the uh, replies altogether. So I think Twitter is trying to, you know, stay relevant. They're trying to stay that source where everybody goes to actually get stuff first. And and then from there, it disseminates to Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and the regular news. Right. So they're trying to make sure, you know, they stay relevant with completely, you know, making sure they add you know, these new features. Again, we will never know if they will actually let people edit tweets. Uh, I'm on the fence. Um, I could see in uh, letting you edit tweets for gram- grammatical errors, making sure. But not be- completely changing it. Right, if right. You, your hot take is not well received. Exactly. And if you go and change it and it's like, I didn't say that. Right. Yes, you did. Because right. right now people do screenshots and get receipts. Right. So that's really going to mess up the receipt game. But there have been many tweets where I fired off and be like, man, I thought I proofread it. <laughs> then as soon as I sent it off, you know, I missed the comma. I missed an apostrophe. I missed the parentheses. I missed did the quote. The wrong there. Right. Exactly. I did the wrong your. I did the wrong it's, yeah. you know, and people are, for whatever reason, they are looking for that type of stuff. I was just reading a tweet today where somebody was uh, typing something and they um, they used a word. I can't even mm-hmm. think of the word, but when you read it, you know what the person you meant. You know what they're saying. You know exactly what they meant. They just used the wrong word, but it was even close. It like, I can't even remember what I had to go back and look for it. But anyway, uh, the, my point was, you knew what she was trying to say, but somebody in the replies, the, the word you was looking for is, I'm like, oh, is this what we're doing? Yes. Is this what we're doing? People but People are always looking for that gotcha moment. And I'm just like, just enjoy the tweet. Right. And keep scrolling. Nobody asked you to be the third grade grammar police. Right. Chill. Right. Or disagree with the tweet. Don't disagree. Don't disagree because it's worded not to perfection, you know. Right. So all that to say, you know, Twitter is definitely trying to make sure they remain that source where everybody gets and disseminates and learns their information. So something like this makes sense, like I said, especially for everybody that's got an opinion. You send Mm -hmm. out that hot take, you know, you may not want your phone blowing up with all those notifications. So you can or or in the current climate, I don't know if you watch the Euro Cup. And when those black players yeah, missed it, you know, right. just in their mention, just being racist pieces of, you Go. know what? And I'm just like, bro, are we, are you that, do you lack that level of creativity that the only thing you come up with is monkeys and bananas? Yeah. I'm like, bro. So that makes sense in that respect. And I think that's probably what they're going for mm-hmm. is to reduce the amount that people get harassed on the app. 
um, because people will dox you, people will, you know, try and put, you know, just stupid stuff in the comments. So I think it's probably more along the lines of trying to keep people safe and not just have racist people, you know, or just just, just people. There. I mean, just Twitter is, you know, every once in a while, I, I, I try to force myself to get back in the habit of tweeting and retweeting and commenting regularly. And I even find myself following, falling into the, and I was always catch myself. It's like, okay, delete that tweet because that does not, that does not advance the conversation at all. It's just me being mad at somebody else being mad at something else. And it's like, you know what? That's not, that's not how I want to spend my time. (laughs) And also, I don't know if you saw it, that there, that August 2nd, I think Jack tweeted that their fleets is going bye bye August second. Oh I yeah, I think I did read that as well. Um, what? Well, so this should be an indication. Uh, what are what are fleets again? What were they? It's like they're Twitter's <laughs> versions of IG stories. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. The little things at the very top. At the, the very street. top, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm interested to see if they're getting rid of fleets. They use that same interface when people do Twitter Spaces. So I don't know if they're going to keep that bar up there for right. like Twitter Spaces or is it going to be like a, a redesign on how that works. So that'll be interesting to see because if you go into a space, you can still keep the audio going where you can listen in or talk. And you can still kind of scroll the timeline. So it'll be interesting to see how they still manage the Spaces because Spaces seems to be very popular is it i was just gonna ask uh i haven't heard anybody mention about talk about clubhouse nearly as much as they did you know uh winter of last year is that still a thing so clubhouse is still a thing it's not as popular i don't think or people i think people may have repurposed what they use it for okay but um, I've been in a couple. I rarely go on Clubhouse. It's it's just a lot, especially with the advent of Spaces, mm-hmm. because to me, I enjoyed Spaces more because I could still be in Twitter, listen to what's going on, mm-hmm. pop in and pop out as I want, but still able to kind of scroll, you know, the timeline. So I I enjoy it, um, and it seems to always be somebody doing a Spaces on on my time. Oh, really? Okay. I'm in there. So from, from my point of view, you know, people are using it and it seems to be, you know, pretty active. So, but that's just mine. I don't know what everybody else's experience is, but mine is it people, it, it seems to get used a lot. Okay. All right. All right. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll maybe, like I said, if I can figure out, maybe I, maybe I have to, uh, prune, my timeline of the people I follow because I tend to follow people that everybody has this hot I don't want to call it a hot take it's almost like a um somebody mentions something and then they go into a thread as to why this is harmful or why this is it's like everything's not that deep just the per- enjoy the, person- the timeline for the timeline. It doesn't have to be everything. Doesn't have to be a think piece. Yeah, everything doesn't have to. And that's who I change the world. But I think that's what people now are getting their quote unquote clout from is you know debunking things or getting their version on it and being mm-hmm. super deep. And it's just like uh, I just come to Twitter sometimes just to laugh. Right. And I right. want to see those funny things. I don't know if you've seen the the trend on TikTok with the kids. Rating their mom's shoes or whatever. So no, I haven't seen this. Hilarious. It's okay. to want to see aerosol songs. And it's like teenage kids going through their parents' closets, you know, taking out the shoes. And I think, you know, they name them like funny things like speak to your manager 44. Yeah, right, right, like right. So it's really fun. So that type of stuff. I'm like, that's what I'm into Twitter for now. Of course, the, the, you know, the serious stuff is always helpful because, I mean, that's pretty much where I get my news from because the regular news outlets. Well, if it's a, if it's a serious subject, right, of course yeah. you would expect. You expect dialogue. You expect disagreement. You expect critique. You expect all those things. But not if I'm tweeting about, hey, yo, I'm looking forward to, you know, these baked beans on this happy hour. And you're going to sign Well, actually, happy hours, if you go back to the original, it's like, man, 
No. You're not going <laughs> to, you know, the money you're spending on happy hour, you can invest that. Right. And start start an LLC. LLC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> don't nobody want to hear how I'm, LLC Twitter. Right. Don't want that. I don't want to hear how I'm wasting money on baked beans at a happy hour. Right. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. So that is it for the lowdown. We'll move into our next segment, second string, where we talk all things tech. Queen again, uh, slow uh, tech news week. But I did see that Google is testing a feature that would allow um, users to actually crowdsource, for lack of a better term, uh, photos from your friends. So if like you're using Google Photos and you're taking a bunch of pictures, for, for instance, our, I'll take a, use a perfect example. Um, our, we, we just went on a family vacation last week. Uh, myself, my wife, my two older daughters all had phones and we were snapping pictures of the beach, taking pictures of the trip, you know, kind of doing the family snapping thing. Well, normally the way we would have to do it is airdrop pictures to each other or text message pictures back to each other. You know, for iPhone, since we all use iCloud and Apple Photos, I'll create a shared album and then I'll tell everybody, hey, make sure you Stop upload your, your pictures to the shared album so everybody can get them. Well, that's just for the iPhone folks, right? Uh, for Google Photos people, I don't think they have a way to do that until now to where they've got this Google Photos product to where you can do exactly that. You can share a link to a photo album and the people can join that link and it's a shared album. Same thing is that, um, like I mentioned, iPhone users can do with, you know, creating a shared album, sending mm -hmm. out invites. Um, Google Photos, I think, takes it a step further to where you can actually send out a link. I don't think. I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think I have that feature in the um, Apple Photos to where I can create a link to a shared album. Um, I'll give that a try in a second. But uh, just, it's cool to see that, you know, Android users now have that ability. Well, let me say not at Google uh, Android users specifically, but Google Photos users, if you're at a wedding, at a barbecue, on a family trip, and you know for a fact other people are taking pictures and you might like their picture better than yours, you can actually say, hey, you know, let me get that, you know, and then they can easily use Google Photos to actually share those pictures to where you can get a better eye, you know, get a better um, photo album of that particular event wherever you are. Yeah, and I just went through iPhotos. It doesn't look like you can create a link for them. It just looks like you can just share it via email um or yeah um, or, or you mail share, or something airdrop can, yeah so you can share the photos but it doesn't say how it's sharing them i think via text message yeah well, if you click uh. the little um the little the three dots mm -hmm, and then the mm -hmm, share photos mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it gives you pretty much airdrop or people Mail. that you text message. Looks like Google Drive as well and yeah. a couple of other things. But, but it's not no create... actual link you can send to people. Exactly. All right. All right. So, yeah, maybe, again, the reason why I think that's beneficial and I think it's good that uh, Google is doing that because hopefully Apple will bite it to where we can do that. <laughs> we can have well, it too. Right. Because I've done, I you know, in my previous life, I was doing event technology, you know, trying to come up with cool ways, uh, event professionals, people throwing events, com conferences can utilize mm -hmm. tech messages, uh, text messages, technology, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's when I was heavy into using. Uh, one of the ideas I came up with was utilizing a service to where if you're going to a conference and you want to exchange information, you can scan a QR code, put it on the badge, scan a QR code, and it'll give them like a little mini website that gives them all the social media handles. You know, in my former life, I was doing that. You know, one of the other things I used to do was create those social media walls for conferences to where if you took a picture, use this particular hashtag, it would all go to this screen to where people could see all of the pictures, you know, and all the things that people are tweeting and talking about. Crowdsourcing before it was a thing. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things I used to do, you know, taking that event all the way around the world to tell this long story to say I would use that to where I would have events at my house and people would take events like birthday parties, you know, especially for the kids. Um, I would set the same thing up on my TV. I would, you know, have people, you know, if you take a good picture, 
you know, uh, send it to this link and the picture would automatically show up on the television. So fast forward to right now, you know, being able to create a link to where people can eventually immediately take pictures and see those pictures and share those pictures. Definitely a benefit that I hope Apple picks up and implements, you know, in maybe in iOS 15. Hopefully so. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So the next use the next store we have in second string, you know, it seems like everybody was had their eyes to the sky as it relates to this quote unquote space race that these billionaires are having. Uh, the first person to actually successfully, I guess you could call it space travel. <laughs> I read a, I, call it. I read a, <laughs> I read a uh, Facebook post and I had to share it. As somebody said, uh, they said, you cannot just the tip space travel. So so basically, essentially what um, Sir Richard Branson and Virgin Galactic did, did was take himself and a couple other lucky passengers. They connected this plane to another plane, which is connected to these other rocket boosters. They fired off. Then it separated and they went farther to where they went to the utmost edge. And this is the just the tip part of the Earth's atmosphere. So high enough to where you can actually get a very good uh, view of space. So that's yeah, what, and they got the whole zero gravity feel. Right. They got up there. Right. Again, it wasn't space travel. It was like uttermost Earth's atmospheric travel. But that's as far as anybody has went commercially. So I guess they, you know, got the asterisk as space travel. You know, like I said, Richard Branson from uh, Virgin Galactic did it first. It looks like Jeff Bezos is trying to get there next, followed by I know there was oh uh, Elon Musk. Elon I think. Musk, yeah, Elon Musk. Is Billionaires trying. and their toys, right? Um, and I think some of this, particularly for Virgin um, Galactic or Galactica, whatever they're calling it. Mm-hmm partially I think was funded by public dollars. And I'm like, don't we have NASA already? They're on Mars. I mean, I get the whole aspect of, um, you know, it being commercial, Mm -hmm. but is it really commercial? Because who has $250,000 just laying around to go to the edge of the earth's atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And then he, I think he did a, a press conference after it's like you know giving everyone access everyone who your friends (laughs) not everybody is going to be able to do this and they have like a you know you could win any regular everyday person could win a spot to go and i'm like no Mm -hmm. no no Mm -hmm. it's just a way another separation of the have and the have not then you have all these billionaires you know, using some public money um, to go off and and do this thing because they're so rich and they've done everything they can do. They have everything they can have. So now they have to go and create this other thing for them to be able to do. And they're putting it under the guise of, you know, we're doing this for, for humankind and, you know, is really about the human nature and you know, good for all. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, God, that is not what it's about. It's an ego boost, an ego stroke to see which man with the most money can do something that the other one hasn't. Right. Which is, again, not uncommon for the human race. Uh, just because we can means we absolutely should <laughs> for right. the human race. There's never been a time it was like, yeah, maybe mm, let's think on that. I don't think we ever yeah. had a time in our lives where we we're like, you know what, let's Let's pump the brakes on that, you know, especially when none of these folks pay taxes or pay very little taxes. Right. And and there's no real, real <laughs> need to do that. Again, need and human race. Yeah. yeah. Never goes, you know, <laughs> that never we goes need to have health care for everybody. Right. We need to not have homeless people, but we need to have mm-hmm. food for everybody. Right. But, uh, you know, again, can't watch people's pockets. You know, if that's what they want to do with their money, you know, be blessed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe this will um, uh, spur uh, technological advancement. You know, Google has always uh, tried to or played with the idea of trying to blanket the earth with Internet. Um, I think 
even uh, I can't remember if it's Bezos or Elon Musk trying to figure out how to uh, use technology to, you know, create like um, uh, wireless Internet. You know, I don't know how, you know, whether it be. Um, yeah, here it is. It's in the store, actually. Uh, separately, Amazon has also announced plans to create a constellation of Internet beaming satellites much like SpaceX's Starlink through Starlink is actually based on ideas were first attempted in 1990, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, so it looks like both Amazon and Elon Musk, well, Bezos specifically and Elon Musk are trying to figure out ways on how we can use the atmosphere, maybe even space to create better wireless Internet. So we're not reduced to, you know, the old aging infrastructure to provide, you know, uh, whether it be Ethernet, whether it be cable, uh, op fiber optics, that's all underground. That's all right. through, you know, in current infrastructure where, you know, if you can just figure out how to connect via satellites or whatever in space. Launch some satellites in space. Right. And that's have open. Them ping right. That's open space. Right. So maybe all that to say, maybe their <laughs> pissing contest <laughs> will actually spur innovation, innovation as it relates to Internet for all. Because, again, like we've all kind of come to the uh, assumption is, you know, Internet is not a privilege anymore. It's almost like a right to where, you know, without it, you can't do anything. Right. So hopefully, you know, silver lining. Part of the kind of whole broadband for all deal that right. I think um, Biden was trying to put into one of his infrastructure deals. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. If something positive can come out of this, that would be great. But, you know, when would we, one, be able to see the effects of this, too? Right. You know, can't be naive enough to think that they're doing this all out of, oh, let's help mankind. Oh, I want to do something new. It's money right. because they will own that technology. They will be able to become trillionaires right. probably at that point based off the technology. But if you're putting in the work and you're funding the money, I get it. Um, it's just in the current state of things. There's um, much more important things going on. much more important things, especially <laughs> when these folks aren't paying any taxes, <laughs> that that money could be better used uh -huh. somewhere else. Or they are rich enough that they can still do their space funds uh -huh. and have, you know, their contests and still help humanity that's here now on this planet um, to be able to live a quality life. Maybe that's asking too much. And I'm sure there'll be the people that say, well, they worked so hard for mm -hmm. the wealth and riches that they have, the hundreds of billions of dollars that they have. No one should be forcing them to, to give it up or to share it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, that, that there, when you even mentioned even the phrase redistribution of wealth, that rubs, people the wrong way so they don't want to hear about that and most importantly those people don't have the wealth to distribute but like, why are you going that's a whole another subject right there jack take a deep breath because this type of thing while i love technology and the idea of people being able to go into space is dope because i mean i would do it right but at the same time i do recognize where we are as a society and where we are in this current moment with the people that inhabit the space that we're already in. So, right. All right. All right. So I think that is it uh, for a second string. Uh, we'll move into our next segment for the culture where we talk anything, social media, whatever is going on out in these social media streets. And I guess I wanted to get your opinion on this next story. So uh, popular up and coming. Well, not even up and coming anymore. Uh, mainstream popular rapper DaBaby. Um, I guess. I don't know if he would. It seems like he was going to. Uh, be philanthropic and he he starts. I got one of his goons or whomever started this video of him recording to where he pulls up on these kids, uh, two black kids. They look like they were selling candy or 
um, some sort of treats or something. You know, they were fundraising, basically, what it looks like. Um, steps out of his his van. I mean, a wide load of cash. And it looks like he's about to buy some candy from them and then some. Right. So, you know, he asked them how much it is. I think they mentioned that, you know, two dollars uh, uh whatever it was. And um, and then baby, a- the, the baby asks him, he says, well, you know, how much for the box <laughs> with this with this wad of money in his hands? And uh, <laughs> the the kids like, yeah, it's Gushers and Skittles. Mm-hmm. And he said that the box was, I don't know if, I think he did a combination of, the kid did a combination of, it's $200 for the box. But mm-hmm. also, I think he mentioned something about, well, I make, typically I make, you know, $200 with fundraising or something like that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the baby was like, no, uh, no, how much for the box? And, you know, he asked the other kid, how much for the box? And the other kid was like, uh, $200. And he's all right, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's do the math here. Now he wants to do a math lesson. Now he wants to do the math lesson. He says, all right, wait, hold up. Um, how much a piece for each of these things? And the kid's like $2. And he's like, all right. So uh, let's let's count them up. If there's 34 in the bat in the box and you sell them for $2 a piece, how much is that? So the kid's kind of, you know, uh, you know, try to do the math in her head or whatever. And the baby's like, well, it ain't $200. So they come up with... I think the the actual turn the amount was you know what sixty eight dollars something like that. So you know he said so the baby says well instead of you know giving you sixty eight dollars for the box which is what I was trying to get at you know I'm paraphrasing uh, I'm just gonna buy a you know a bag from each of you so they ended up selling him a couple Four bags out. of candies for yeah two dollars each was sent up for four hundred to to four dollars. And basically he was like, you know, y'all, you know, <laughs> uh, I was going to bless you anyway. You could have got the $200. Now you just got two. Y'all be good and close his van and pulled off. So uh, I guess the question I wanted to ask you is, um, is the baby, was he teaching a valuable a lesson on greed or was this an attempt to embarrass the, not an attempt, but did it end up? As you know, him embarrassing these kids, you know, for this clout. I guess I just wanted to get your opinion on because again, like I mentioned, they started recording before he even started talking to the kids. So this was seemed like it was going up this somewhere anyway. They, yeah. So you know, uh, and a social media. So you know, anything that's recorded will end up on social media anyway. So I guess is it was he. And did he end up embarrassing these kids for the clout or was this a valuable lesson on greed? I guess I just want to get your input. So first of all, it's not a valuable lesson on greed because you have your friends to start rolling this video. Mm -hmm. You get out of this van Mm -hmm. with this wad of cash Mm -hmm. and you ask the kids how much for the box. Mm -hmm. They are going to take the time to add up how much actually is. They just threw out a number because, again, you got a wad of cash in your hand. Are you going to miss it $200? No. Right. So we going to say, nope, $200. They probably just thought the first number that popped in their head. It probably was no strategic plan mm-hmm. to try and take or swindle the baby out of this money when he said, I was going to bless you anyway. If you were going to bless them anyway, you should have just blessed them and went on about your business. But now because people are calling out on it, now you have to try and make it some grandiose right. plan or plot. It was not that. You just look stupid on the internet. So now you're trying to change the game and right. say you're trying it's, to teach them a few right, right. You were trying to flex. You were trying to flaunt. You got all your gold chains on, all mm-hmm. your diamonds mm-hmm. on. Every video you make, everything you do, you got wads of money up to your ear. Why would these children who are obviously out here trying to hustle money mm-hmm. from candy, why would they say, oh, yeah, it's only $68? No, I'm going to go for the gusto and say $200 because you obviously got it. Right. So I agree with you on most of it. Uh, I agree with the fact that he probably was not thinking I'm going to teach y'all a lesson as it happened. And I'm pretty sure after the fact he went double, not double down, but he, you know, his story ended up being I was teaching him a a lesson. You know, um, I do agree. um, I do agree that. Not agree, but I do believe that if he was really trying to teach him a lesson, not not let me not say that. 
if he was going to give him the money, he should have just gave him the money regardless. If that was the ultimate goal, he should have gave him the money regardless. Now, where I disagree is what you're not going to do is hustle me out of my money. So I think it was just simple mathematics. I think those kids, and I think they were old enough to be able to do that quick math in their head. Now, I agree with you that they got greedy because he came out with that wad of money. But but what you cannot do is is overtly hit me with a oh you got it tax right because what I what 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 you're not about to do because they do it when the people solicit they come to my house and they say oh well we were just in the neighborhood and we were helping uh, so and so you know they give their last name Mm -hmm. Um, I was helping the Osbournes with their windows. In your neighborhood, I just wanted to know while we're here servicing them, you know, can we talk to you? I'm like, no, what you're doing is soliciting and you know, it's against the rules to solicit. So y'all created a loophole to where you said, okay, well, we were already in the neighborhood helping your neighbors, which is a lie. Um, so we need to come up with this loophole to figure out how to get around saying that we're soliciting you when we know in most subdivisions in most neighborhoods, it's illegal to solicit. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I see what you're trying to do. So instead of you just coming out saying flat out, look, we trying to sell you these windows. I'm going to take it as disrespect because you think I don't know otherwise. So I don't want your little funky windows anyway. (laughs) So I think he's matching the baby's energy. He going to roll up in his splinter, in his sprinter right. with his wide of cash. And they was like, oh, so this is what we doing? Okay. So I'm going to give you that. I think they were giving that same energy back. Plus, he is from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He knows how the water boys, mm-hmm. that's what they call them here in Atlanta because the, the boys selling um, water mm-hmm. uh, off the off ramps or whatever. He knows what this setup is. Mm-hmm. He's not stupid when he told yo homeboy start rolling start recording this he knew what he was getting himself into so it wasn't as in your example you said they came up and solicited you he went up and solicited them like what y'all got what you doing making it seem like you know what let's kind of do some business thing because that's what he raps about he raps about hustling he raps about getting his money by doing a b c and d so they get their money by selling candy. Mm-hmm. And so you gonna pull up in your sprinter, already recording, already with your wad of cash, flashing it in my face, knowing these kids probably don't have a lot of money. Otherwise, they will not be out in the hot sun on right. the corner trying to sell this candy. So I get that they definitely were trying to come up. The eyes got greedy. The the eyes got greedy. They saw that money. I don't blame them. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying I blame the kids, but uh, I try to invert my put myself personally right. So that was the whole thing with the soliciting. Another thing, I do offer uh, consulting consulting services on the side, right? And most of the times, it doesn't take this whole. Let me create a contract. Let me bill you for some hours. Let me schedule a time to sit down and assess your needs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Half of the time, people just want to pick my brain, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, most of the times people send me text messages, you know, they'll reach out on Facebook or whatever, and they'll ask me a couple questions about Apple this, Apple that, whatever the case may be. You know, some cases, you know, if you really got some situation you really need help with, most of the case, yes, I do charge. But every once in a while, if it's like just a quick, hey, brother tech, what do you think about this gadget? I need to connect to my phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll send them a link or whatever. And they'll be like, how much How much do I owe you? Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I could be like, yeah, you know, $75 an hour, blah, 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 blah. Most of them mm-hmm. like, oh, don't worry about it. But if you want to bless a brother, here's my cash app. And then, I'll let, and then I'll let them decide if mm-hmm. they want to help me out or not. Mm-hmm. What the problem, the, the issue I see with these kids was... When he asked them how much for the box, what they should have said was, and I think they tried to say it, they just didn't formulate it the right way. Because because, they're children. Because they're children, you know, but again, you know, I would have said, well, look, look, $2 a pop is is however much in the box, whatever the math is, $68. But if you, since you the baby, you trying to hook a brother up, you know. 
you give us a donation and I'm pretty sure he, I don't know what he would have did, but I think. But the, he was the one who said, I was going to bless you anyway. But that was him. Th- that was him me. trying. I think that was, like you said, that was him trying to flex. That was him being who he is and trying to, you know, not necessarily one up, but he was trying to, you know, flex on these kids. I get that part a hundred percent. Why are you trying to flex on children? I don't know. That, I yeah. I mean, I don't get that whole point, but I guess. If he wasn't trying to teach them a lesson, I which guess the value, yeah, which he wasn't. I think the valuable lesson for the kids, your price is your price. Mm-hmm. Deliver. And then if somebody, if you want to ask for more on top of that, you know, then say, okay, well, I did this and that and third. I went above and beyond, blah, 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 blah. And then let them decide if they're going to bless you more. What I think what they did was they tried to rich tax him. And analyze, you know, saw what who he was, what he was presenting, and what he was presenting, and say, "Oh, I'm gonna mark up the price." I don't know anybody on this earth who, you know, uh, same thing with black folks and tipping, right? You know, I don't know anybody who wants to be profiled, you know, and then automatically, you know, okay, well, I'm gonna charge you this rate because of this, but mm-hmm. these other people, I'm gonna charge them rates. No, let the price be the price, and then say, look. If you want to help me out, you know, do whatever. I think that that was their mistake. So I and could if see he was going to teach the lesson mm-hmm. that should have been the right. lesson that he gave them. Right. And the, if he wanted to give them the two hundred dollars anyway, he should have just gave it to them anyway. I'm give you the hundred dollars and bless you anyway. Take this as a lesson. I hope you go and buy some more candy or whatever mm-hmm. and then flip it. You know, he could have done that anyway. Anyway, right. he could have done that anyway. And the lesson could have been was, you know, this candy is only $68, but I'm giving this $200 and I want you to go and flip it and make even more. Simple, or or give them the money anyway and say, look, don't be, don't, the price is the price. Yeah. And then figure out a way to try to provide more of a service to get more money. Just don't try to upcharge people just because, but then again, like you said, give them the money and then teach them the lesson, you know. And he was trying to flex. That's why he got out of the car Mm -hmm. with that wad of cash. And I don't know what children who I don't want to, you know, put on these kids, where they're from, what their background is, what money they have, what money they don't. But I don't know very many preteen, teen children who see a rapper who they probably love, probably idolize, getting out with this wad of money Who's not gonna shoot their shot to try and say, you know, right get you out here I, with this uh, lot of money, <laughs> you know, what you go do, that type of thing. Yeah, so. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. You know, again, but they you shoot your shot. If it don't work, I guess it don't work, you know. And the thing is, I don't think they were bothered that it didn't work. It's just the fact that he recorded this and put it on social media thinking that was going to make him look good. Right. No, bro, that does or, not make you look good. Or what he should he should not have backtracked because this is what I uh, another thing that I hate people not not hate bothers me about social media and especially video or just social media in general. Mm-hmm. Be who you are on mm-hmm. social media. Quit doubling down or not, not quit, quit changing the story. Don't alter the facts based on the perception, based mm-hmm. on the reception of whatever you put out there and say, oh, well, what I was really trying to do is no, be who you are on mm-hmm. social media. You know, don't let people, especially for celebrities, you know, it can go both ways too. I have a problem with celebrities who anytime they say anything as a retort to somebody saying something negative to them and they may mm-hmm. say something negative back or, you know, don't turn the other cheek or just ignore them. Everybody mm-hmm. gives them flack because of that. Right. You right. know, well, you should, you know, you are a celebrity. You should just ignore what people say to you. No, be who you are. If somebody has a problem with you, you should have a problem. Stand with up that. in it. Right. Right. But then also what people do is they'll put out something thinking they are, you know, while well, I'm returning fire or I'm giving out this hot take and then it was not received well, then you want to, like you said, in the baby's case, you want to try to change the narrative. No, you said what you said. This is what I am. This is what I stand on. Double down if you need be. But don't feel I I, I don't like social media to where they're everybody's trying to dictate how people should live their lives based on their own lenses. And I think there's, right. I have a problem with that as well. So, And it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier with Twitter and them, you know, changing, going back later, allowing you to, 
you know, only allow certain people to speak based on the feedback mm-hmm. that you're getting from your comment. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the same thing in this case. It's just, you know, video and kind of real time. But it's it's the perception. He thought he was doing something cool right. that was or funny on his side. Right. Funny. Which he did because there are people in the comments, how y'all going to try and do this because he's trying to shut up. You don't even mean that. (laughs) You don't even mean that. But it's just the thing of, oh, this didn't go how I thought it was. So now I need to try and flip it and make myself look better. Because right now I'm out here looking stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Stand in it. Stand in it. You know, uh, the good thing, the, 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 the silver lining is. We'll be talking about something else next week. And <laughs> we, yeah. we totally forgot about this. Honestly, in a couple <laughs> days, by the time this show airs, we won't even be thinking about this. Right. It'll probably be on. Someone else would have done something else that has the internet streets talking. So Right. All right. All right. So that is it for for the culture. Let's move into the hookup. And uh for this week, anybody that's on an iPhone and they use Safari and they are complaining that the internet is taking too long to load, pages taking too long, you know, to load, you know, if you're trying to buy one of the things that I do <laughs> that I always fail at is trying to buy sneakers online. So one of the ways I was trying to figure out how to make my internet go faster on my phone is one of the things you can do is clear your Safari cache. So that's my hookup for the week. Um, if you want to pages to load faster, Definitely, you need to go into Safari and clear your Safari caches. The way you do that is open up the settings app, uh, go down and select Safari, and then scroll down and select clear history and website data. It's going to ask you, are you sure? You click the button again, and it won't look like anything's changed, but a key to where you can go test is, is if you open up Safari and then go look at your search history. Uh, it'll be clear. So that'll give you the indication that you have indeed cleared your Safari cache for faster iPhone browsing. So that is my hookup for the week. Uh, Nika, if you don't have anything else, I think that concludes this episode of the Snob OS show. I definitely want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for all your support. If you do want to support, one of the main ways uh, to show your support is download, rate, and review the show. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and we're on Spotify. Um, if you want to reach out to us on social media, you can do so on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are at SnobOSCast on social media. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, you're going to watch us on YouTube. We're at SnobOSCast. The way to show us some love over there is like, subscribe, and uh, leave us a comment on the YouTube channel. That would boost up our ratings a little bit over there. Uh, you can reach out to us on the web. We are at snoboscast.com. If you want to go to the website, leave us a comment uh, or you want to shoot us an email. We're at snoboscast at gmail.com. Uh, for real, for real, if you want to show us support, you can drop some dollars our way by becoming a supporter on Patreon for a little as five dollars a month. Get access to the live chat. You get access to our pre-show and you get access to the show earlier than everybody else. Uh, for as little as five dollars a month, if you go to patreon.com forward slash cast, you can give us a five dollar monthly donation that way. Um, if you just want to give us a hat tip for a particular show or just a one time donation, you can do so by going to paypal.me forward slash snob os and you can give us a uh, love offering that way. And like I said, I think that is it for the show. So until this next week, we are out. Peace. Bye.